Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. And I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, this week, we're going to do things a little different here at the podcast. I'm going to jump right into the inspiration section of this podcast. So for the last several weeks, we've been discussing grace, the grace to love, the grace to love thyself, the grace to love others. Today, we're going to discuss the moment it all turned around. That moment is when we've chosen to stand in the grace to forgive. Now, I know some of you heard the word forgive and you are tempted to turn off this podcast and you may be reaching for your phones because you're distant from it because you have on your Bluetooth earbuds or whatever, but I'm going to ask you to keep listening. I promise you that if you give me just a few moments, you're going to find that this is not your typical message forgiveness. Now, as I've said a million times before, whenever I receive a word from the Lord um, to deliver, (laughs) I always have to walk through that thing first. Now, it can mean that, um, (laughs) that it's that I'm walking through it currently that I have just walked through it that I'm getting ready to walk through it or, or any combination of those things. Um, This time is no different. You see, between uh, co-workers that are doing every little thing they can to ruffle my feathers and to test just how saved I am, or that say, hey, she can't really be that nice. She can't really be that forgiving. Let's test her. Right down to my neighbors and who are in our neighborhood, and they have collectively come together. They feel <laughs> that their young children should be allowed to play in my yard whenever they choose to, as long as I'm not at home. And no, this isn't something I'm assuming, this is something that's been verbally spoken to me. Um, Because they feel that this property that I currently live on, um, they feel like that because it stayed abandoned for so many years. And it was abandoned, it sat for some years, and then it was recently purchased, it was gutted out to its core and remodeled and my family moved in. Well, they believe that because their children got used to playing on this property, that they prefer our driveway over everyone else's because it sits up high and has a great slope, Um, that their children should be allowed to walk on our property whenever they feel like it. Now, I don't have to tell you how that makes me feel, but what I will tell you is this. What I will tell you is that I will not allow myself to be baited or coming to a place of bitterness or frustration or retaliation because at the end of the day, I'm choosing every single day of my life to forgive. I know some of you may be thinking, Vivian, that fails in comparison to what I've gone through. I know that many of you may may have wished that all you had were neighbor issues or issues with your coworker. Many of you may be dealing with divorce. You may have been you may still be attempting to overcome for, uh, be, to overcome a childhood molestation or rape. 
Perhaps you've been in an abusive relationship. You've been shunned by your family. You may have lost a child to a miscarriage, been homeless, or any number of other horrible issues or experiences. And you feel that you are alone and that I can in no way relate to you. Well, I want to tell you this, that if you've experienced any of those things, I can relate to them all. This is not a episode for you to um, feel sorry or to say, hey, I, I can, you know, I have, I've gone through all these things. This podcast is to testify of the gift of forgiveness and the grace that God gives us to forgive, no matter how egregious or how nasty or horrible the offense was towards us. No matter how intentional the offense was towards us, God has given us the grace to forgive. Now, I ask you guys to please excuse the raspiness of my voice today. Um, I knew um, as the Lord just started downloading this into me yesterday um, because um, I plan, as I, as I told you guys, I, I pray about, I plan um, with God, I dream with God, I journal with God about what he wants me to do in ministry, whether it's blogging, whether it's podcasting, whether it's the writing of books, whatever the writing of songs, whatever it is that God inspires from me. I, I, I go to him. I ask him to give it to me. But yesterday he started downloading. He said, just jump right in because some of these people are hurt. They're broken. They're bitter. They are angry. And in this month where there are two, two different things that may cause and bring bitterness, one being black history month and the other being the month of love or the celebration of love because it's Valentine's day or, and I know some of you may think that's just a day, but for me, I celebrate love this entire month. And with every, for the last several years, with the exception of this year at God's direction, I have, um, utilized a, a ministry tool that God has given to me called the 28 day love challenge. And you guys will see more of that. You just didn't see it this year in the way you've seen it in the past. But I believe that I have been chosen by God to display his love in the earth and to share that love. But with that love comes forgiveness. And I want to say to you, I know that they don't deserve to be forgiven. I know that that spouse who abused you verbally, physically, mentally, and emotionally deserves every single evil or bad thing that you can think of. But today, I want to encourage you to operate in the power and the gift and the grace of forgiveness. Your molester, no matter who they were, do not deserve your grace or your mercy, but I still just beseech you to give them that forgiveness. It's a gift. It is a gift. It is a gift. Undeserving. It is a gift. And so the emotion you hear in me is the not because that th these very things happened to me and they did. And because I'm I'm not in a because I'm in a place where they still hurt me. No. The emotion you hear in my voice is that as I think about God and how he has forgiven us of every single sin we have ever committed and that we will ever commit. In forgiving, you are not letting someone off the hook. You are giving that situation to God and you are bowing down under his grace, under his mercy, under his forgiveness. 
if we switch the script and we even were able to erase all the things done to us, let us consider all the things we've done to God. Let us consider all the things that we may have done to others because of the bitterness, the hurt, and the pain that we endured. Because hurt people hurt people. That's not in the Bible, but it's true. At least not in those exact words. <laughs> That's why I believe God tells us to pray for our enemies. He says, pray for those who despitefully use you and abuse you. It's not just about them, but it's to keep your heart posture in a good place. As God was speaking to me, he reminded me of how when I was younger, and I, I spoke to you guys about this before, about being uh, having the gift to believe just if you told me something I took you at your word and I still do now if you you choose to go against that and you choose to break your word then I will have to c- consider you to be the person that you showed me that you are but if you give me your word I believe that every person should have the opportunity to be a person of their word to be a man or woman of their word but but when I was younger I would sometimes be so angry and I remember even asking God as a a young girl, why did you make me this way? Why won't you let me stay angry with them? Why won't you let me hate them back the way they hate me? And not that I was really asking God to make my heart full of hate, of course, that was not really what I was asking. But I didn't want to hurt. I didn't want to feel pain. I didn't want to feel like I was stupid or being a fool. Why am I so easily able to forgive these people who have harmed me and done such egregious things to me, who have uh, spoken ill over me, who has tried to break my spirit? Why, when they have stolen from me, beat me up or done all of these crazy things to me, have you made me this way? Because see... Not that I didn't in my human mind or emotions desire that thing, but there was just something that God, it's like the Holy Spirit, the Lord took a, he he put my heart in his hands and he wrapped it up so that even though it would get broken and it would get damaged and all these things happen to it, it's like there's this Holy Ghost salve, I call it that minister continuously to my spirit. And I'm not saying this of in, in, in any way of speaking any great thing about myself because without God, I would have been a person of bitterness and I would have been a person of disgrace to him. And I even had a period in my life, in all honesty, where I was so broken, so, so broken, but God, I thank him. I I think I shared with you guys before how in the past I was so hurt and just had been through so much that I had literally said to a person that they should be grateful for two things in this life. And those things were jail and hell. Hell because I had not figured out how to take their lives and be godly sorrowful for it. Because without my godly sorrow, I could not repent and my soul would be lost. And two, because I had not figured out how to do it and get away with it without going to jail. I know you're probably thinking, my God, what kind of person is that? But really consider, consider the things you've gone through, the things that have happened to you in your life. And I thank God that that period in time did not last. And I thank him that he kept my heart secure in his hands. Because even though I had that moment of hurt and brokenness, 
the Holy Spirit would minister to me and just bring me to a place of tears and repentance and begging for God to not only forgive me, but forgive the person who had hurt me so deeply and so bad. So when I'm here every week, week after week after week, and I'm ministering to you about believing God, and I'm ministering to you about loving other people, and the grace to love, and the grace to love yourself, and the grace to even forgive yourself for the things you may have done while you were hurting, or the things you may have done because you had been hurt, and the things you may have done on purpose, or accidentally, or the things you fell into, or let's be honest, the things that we've walked smack dab into bold as day God's forgiveness was and still and forever for you his blood is continuing to cleanse you as his child what if just consider what if your gift of forgiveness is the very thing it is the very thing that causes the moment of change and shift and turn around in someone else's life now it was really important that God told me this that I address what forgiveness really is and what it looks like and what it doesn't look like. Forgiveness of an offender does not look like you allowing that person to come back in your life and offend you again. You don't hate them, you don't have bitterness towards them, but you distance yourself from them. Some people will tell you that God doesn't cause separation. I will say that those people have not read their Bible thoroughly. <laughs> God called Abraham out. He says, come out from among your family, from amongst your people. And I will take you to, a, and you will go to a land that I will show you. And I will give you this. And he told him about all the promises he would give him. God kept all of those promises. Because guess what? Abraham obeyed him, obeyed the Lord. He came out from among them. So God will separate. He will call you out because that's what he does. So forgiveness does not always look like reconciliation. There are times when you will forgive people and you will know that you are to reconcile that friendship, that marriage, that relationship. Then there are times that you will need to separate yourself so that God can recon reconcile that relationship, friendship situation in your absence. Because God will, will be the only one to get glory in every single situation in our lives. God wants you to know that he's not moved by your anger, by your frustration. He is not even moved when you lash out at him. And Lord, why did you let him leave me? Why did you let her leave me? Why did you let this happen? Why, why, why? And you're angry and you're bitter because you feel like he hasn't heard you. Well, the thing about our God is that even those words don't move him. He feels your infirmity. He feels your, um, not your infirmity. He feels your brokenness. He feels your hurt. He feels the anger, the bitterness. He's seen the unfairness. And he may, he, and I take that back, he does feel your infirmities. The ones in your body, the ones in your spirit, the ones in your heart, and the ones in your mind. And God wants you to know he's not hurt. He's not moved by that. He's just waiting for you to surrender that. He just needs you to surrender it all to him. Leave room for his vengeance. You are not to be the vindicator. Now that does not mean that if someone has committed a crime against you, 
that you are not to stand in a, a courtroom or to stand against, oh God, I bless you, to stand against that thing. There will be times that God is going to call you to stand boldly and you've got to do it. But you've got to trust it all to him. Put it in his hands. He'll direct you. He will direct you. At times he will tell you to speak and in others he'll tell you to be silent. And both those times you're being still because you're resting in his peace. Again, he wants you to know he's not offended. He just wants you to lean into him. Give him your burdens and to take his because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Our God wants to free you today from the bondage of unforgiveness. I'm here also to tell you, to remind some, that forgiveness is a process. A process that simply can start today with your decision to forgive. It starts with you making up your mind that you're going to forgive and surrender it all to God. Your surrender will bring healing and you're going to see things turn in your favor. Our friend Job, when he prayed as God instructed instructed him to for his friends, once he prayed, God gave him double of what he had lost. And mind you, Job had much because he was favored of God, just like you and I are this day. You might feel like Job when he went through the loss of all of his children in one day, the loss of all his cattle and property in one day. He lost every single thing, even though love of his life said, do you hold to your integrity, man? Don't be a fool. Go ahead and curse God and die. Even his love tried to convince him to turn his heart from God. But I want to encourage you today to get before your Lord, as Job did, to rent your garment. And what I mean by that, I don't mean rent your clothes, <laughs> your physical clothes, but that garment of unforgiveness, that garment of heaviness that has been on you. Rent it, tear it, refuse to wear it anymore, and go before our God with praise in your heart and surrender to his way his will, his protection, and his healing. Dear God, I thank you today for my brothers and sisters who have heard this word, who have heard this word, Lord God, Lord help me, who have heard this word, Lord God, who's, who's been pierced in their spirit to forgive. I speak healing over them right now, over their mind, their bodies, their spirits, their very soul, Lord God. That you will give them not only the peace and the grace to forgive, but that they will accept it and walk in it. That in them walking in it, strongholds are broken. Generational curses are broken. Hallelujah. The grip of the enemy on their hearts and minds and spirits, their community, their families, their place of business, their work have been removed. In Jesus' name. Thank you for their freedom, and we give you glory. Today, you've you've experienced the podcast in a different way. 
not because of me, not because of my voice, but because of God who's spoken. Receive this word from the Lord today. Choose to forgive. Let him walk you through this process of forgiveness. Know that I am praying for you. And should you need some guidance, some assistance on this journey, please reach out. You can reach me at Vivian at VivianBell.com. You can email our team at Empowerment at VivianBell.com. You can reach out for coaching or counseling at Empowerment-Academy.com. I'll be praying for you. And until next time, be blessed. Remember to celebrate you because you are indeed fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God. And stretch your faith. Do it today by choosing to forgive. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.